Hello and welcome to Nerd Girl Musings Podcast. My name is Jen and I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to sit and listen. And I appreciate the support that all of you have shown so far over the last almost year of this podcast. And I'll admit I did have one all recorded, ready to go, and then I just wasn't feeling it at the last minute, so I deleted it. <laughs> so now here I am uh, without a plan. Uh, normally, I take some notes and I think about things, or I watch a movie, or I read a book, or you know, do something specific that I know that I want to talk about. But in this case, I just, you know, kind of like last week where I wasn't feeling it. I think it's just, man, the world has been so crazy. You could say it's over the last couple of weeks, over the last few months, through the election cycle, through the pandemic. I mean, take your pick. We're we're going on nine months now of the pandemic, I think. And it's just, you know, something that I never thought we would still be in this position. And patiently waiting until all of us can get vaccinated and hopefully resume some normalcy back in our lives again. And, you know, the my plan originally was to, um, to sit and talk about the movie Secret of My Success, which is a Michael J. Fox 1986-87 film, which I really like. And I was cruising around on HBO Max before I canceled my subscription and I saw it was on there and that reminded me of it. And so I watched it again and and I still love the movie. And so I was going to talk about that and, um, you know, and, and there's not a ton of other entertainment stuff going on. I do know, um, that David Harbour posted on his Instagram today that they are filming stranger things season four, um, he is looking really skinny, and he had a shaved head. So um, he confirmed he's a, a prisoner, and I think he said he was working on a rail, on a railroad or something. So that's kind of all we know. But it seems like he has gotten pretty skinny for the role, likely as as a prisoner. So um, that's interesting. I've I saw some other rumors today that. Perhaps Bobby, uh, Millie Bobby Brown was back on set as well, and she's been busy. She's had a lot of stuff going on over the last few months and, um, and getting projects released and uh, filmed and such. So sounds like some of these shows are, are kind of back up and running. I know uh, Handmaid's Tale is also back up in filming, which I'm excited to see how they roll that one out. My in my perfect world, I feel like Handmaid's Tale has two seasons left. Um, I just I don't want them to drag it out for forever. I think they tend to, you know, hey, we're making really good money. It's a popular show. Let's keep it going. And I don't know. I so in in my perfect world, like I said, we've got two seasons left. I hope, and we can wrap it all up, have a good ending, an appropriate ending, and then be done instead of continuing it. I don't know how they could continue it. But um, so what else is going on? I saw Cicely Tyson has a new book 
uh, out, which I'm pretty excited about. It covers her life. So it was funny in the news. They said it's her memoir of her life so far. Um, she is 96, I think it was. And so she probably feels like she's got a few more years left and maybe she'll write a follow-up one. Um, Miss Betty White also celebrated her 99th birthday the other day. And, uh, she's still going strong, still making movies and making us all laugh and care about animals. And that's just amazing. But you know, something else pretty big happened a week ago. And regardless of your politics, which side of the aisle you find yourself in, there was a pretty amazing thing that happened. For, from this point forward, we will have a female vice president. And maybe that doesn't seem like a big deal to you. And initially, I guess I didn't, I didn't think it was either. I mean, I knew it was a big deal, but it, it wasn't until actually watching the inauguration that I got super emotional. Like, here's something, you know, when you're really small, you can be anything you want to be. And people say, oh, I want to be president. I want to do this. And sometimes those things come true. And sometimes they're just dreams that we never think can come true. And in my lifetime, I've been able to see a lot of a lot of things happen. You know, I, I remember Geraldine Ferraro running with, um, what's his name, Michael Dukakis. I remember that because I was in fifth or sixth grade, I think. And I remember thinking, oh, wow, that's really cool. And then it took many years for us to start to see that happening some more. Sarah Palin, Hillary Clinton, and then this last cycle, we had a whole bunch of females up there. And, you know, again, it's one of those things that's like, oh, this is really cool. We've got women, you know, reaching for the highest position in their field. We've seen... Over my lifetime, women become CEOs and be executive teams. And sadly, it's still not common. It's happening. And we're seeing women that are going to be um, officiating, what is it, the Super Bowl and different sporting events, women as head coaches, women as assistant coaches. We're seeing glass ceilings broken everywhere. And that's awesome. It's great. I just don't want to see it stop. I want it to get to a point where the most qualified person has the job. And if they happen to be female, great. If they happen to be a male, great. But it shouldn't have to be so monumental. And when it comes to women in leadership, the United States, for all that it claims to be, is so far behind other developed nations. And it's it's just very interesting how... You know, for a long time, I thought a certain way, and I've really seen myself shift over the last year and kind of my thoughts, and I've listened more to ideas and thoughts and people than I had before. And I've read different types of books, and I've watched different types of movies or documentaries, and I've tried to educate myself in a very different way because I grew up in a very middle-class white family. I had everything I needed. Not always what I wanted, but I had everything that I needed. 
I didn't have to worry about a lot of things that I think people do that I just didn't get it. And my background, I originally went to school for criminal justice, for law enforcement. And I found that ultimately that wasn't the path I was supposed to lead. And I did finish my degree, but I did not continue that career. And I think it allowed me to have a certain mentality and and be able to understand things from a different perspective, but not the whole perspective. And so, you know, this this is a very weighty topic that, um, you know, things have really been opened up. My eyes have been opened up. And you can only not see something for just so long. And I'm surprised sometimes by the things that I hear other people say or the justifications that I hear. And, you know, it's just, you can't, you can't undo, you can't unring that bell, I think is the best way to put it. And so while I was watching the inauguration, all these things were coming through my mind and I actually got really emotional. I cried a number of times, which is, I've never done that in an inauguration. I do it for the Olympics, always. I'm not sure why, I just always do. Um, But I got really emotional because there are little girls, there are girls of color out there that saw someone just like them in this amazing position and they can dream to be vice president and it's not something that someone would laugh at because it's it's happening. And, and I think that unless you are a woman, I don't know that you would really understand that. Um, I, I get frustrated when I hear people say, uh, you know, this particular woman is, um, you know, just the way they describe her, it has to do with, oh, I don't like her face or her, her hair, or, you know, it's, it's very interesting to hear someone compare a male versus a female, um, because they can say the exact same thing and the man might be considered, um, can it uh he is considered more fully i don't know convict like you can feel the conviction in his words and he's very passionate about what he's saying but now if she says it she is being more aggressive and uh it, just the the way people describe some of that is it's just unbelievable. And I, I challenge you to truly listen, to listen to other people, listen to those whose stories are different from your own, um, listen to those who have a different experience that might go against everything you think you know. Just listen. And that's one thing that I think has been the best part of this pandemic is it's given us those chances to hear more stories because we're all paying attention. So I'm just challenging that to all of you to walk a mile in someone else's shoes, to truly listen and understand where they're coming from, 
even if you disagree with it, listen. And perhaps maybe you'll find that your way of thinking is focused through the lens of how you grew up rather than how the world truly operates. So anyway, that was a very long spiel about how cool it is to say that we have a female vice president and how long it took us to get here. And I hope this is not the last time, or I hope that this is not something that isn't repeated very quickly. And that gets me excited for the girls and the women of the future. Um, so stepping away from that type of topic, which kind of got a little deeper than I had planned, but I it's been a long time since I have watched all of the Star Wars films. And so I'm I'm getting ready to to begin that little jaunt again. But I didn't realize that there were so many controversies around which way you watch the Star Wars films, which order. So I am seeking opinions. Why would I want to watch them? So essentially we've got the way that they were released, which I grew up in the 70s and 80s. So um, I remember going to the drive-thru with my friend Jamie, and I think it was her dad, and we went to go see some of the Star Wars films. I was probably too young for A New Hope or uh, Empire Strikes Back. My guess is that the first one I saw in the theater was Return of the Jedi because that was 1983. But there are, there are essentially three ways to watch this. Theatrical release, um, the way they came out. You could always do um, chronological an actual chronological order. Um, there's another order called the Rinster order. Um, it's named after some Star Wars super fan uh, because apparently it, the whole Luke father twist is really important to people and how they choose to to have someone watch it for the first time. But I think when you're watching the movies again and you've seen you've seen them, you know what the big secret is. I don't know that that's as important to me. So they take out some movies and they put them in a specific order. And it seems like with the exception of watching all of them, um, either in chronological or theatrical release order, seems like most people like to strike Phantom Menace. And I'll be honest, pretty much all of those with Hayden Christensen, I, I dislike them just in general. But... So what way is the best way to watch them? How should I how should I rediscover Star Wars? Do I do it based on chronological order? Uh, because that kind of makes sense in my mind. Um, I don't think I would do theatrical release order just because it seems like you jump back and forth and back and forth. Um so I like the order where it goes Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, Solo, Rogue One, New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker, and The Mandalorian, which 
I also haven't seen. I did not watch The Mandalorian when I had Disney+. Plus, So now I have to decide how to watch The Mandalorian and Mandalorian 2 now that that's out. So um, I am looking for your input. And head over to my Instagram, nerdgirlmusings, or you can always send me an email, nerdgirlmusings at gmail.com, and that's nerd, G-R-L. And let me know what is the best way for me to watch Star Wars. And are you interested in me talking about the movies as the Star, um, what would it be, the Skywalker saga? or each movie individually, which is more likely what I would do. I'm not going to do it all of them right in a row where it's like two months of Star Wars, but I would break it up a little bit. So what are your thoughts? Let me know. Uh, you know how to reach me. And yeah, give me your input. I'm, I'm excited to see what your thoughts are on the way that I should watch these movies. And that's all that we have for our episode today. Make sure that you hit the subscribe button so you never miss out and head on over to Instagram and say hello and make sure to give us a like. Have a good day and be well.